Hey, what's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 825 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Sarah, but before we get to that, just want to give a shout out to Design Crowd. It's a website that helps businesses crowdsource custom graphics from over a half million designers worldwide. So if you're stuck on ideas on how to develop your logo or website or business cards or whatever, you can uh, connect with the creative minds around the world with Design Crowd. So check out designcrowd.com forward slash ask Pat to learn more and download your free guide to crowdsourcing. And finally, you can get $100 off your next design when you enter the promo code ask Pat. All right, now here's today's question from Sarah. Hi, Pat. My name is Sarah Delzell, and after scanning through your Ask Pat podcasts, I noticed that although there are several that deal with online courses and hosting courses and things like that, there was one question that I still had that hadn't yet been addressed. So my question is, how do you determine if your niche is a good niche to design an online course for? And how do you go about designing an online course? So thanks for considering my question. Hey, Sarah, thank you so much for the question. Uh, this is fantastic because I had just recently uh, launched my brand new course, Smart From Scratch, uh, and I have another one in the works right now. So a uh, couple questions here. First of all, how do you know or decide if your niche would be well-served by developing an online course. Well, the, la the, the, the last thing you want to do is just develop a course because you think it's something they would uh, need. You want to make sure that it is something they need. And what I would do is actually start talking to people in your audience. Um, a lot of times they'll give you hints and clues asking for more information about something that perhaps you uh, had posted about before or shared on a podcast or whatever uh, means that you have currently of producing content. Um, they'll often say things like, Oh, I wish I could dive deeper into this, uh, or uh, I want more information about that, or um, I'm loving what you're doing, uh, please keep going. You know, things that hint that they want more in-depth information. That's the first thing. Now, obviously, you can provide more in-depth information in a book, and actually, a book is a great idea to test your idea. Now, I wouldn't actually even go as far as spending the months that are required sometimes to write a book. I would create something short related to that topic that you're interested in talking about and almost giving them a taste of what an online course might be like or the kinds of information that might be in there. So that'll give you a good idea, almost validation as to whether or not uh, that is something people would be interested in. And then you should go as far as to collect interest for a course, literally telling people, if you get that, if you get to that point and it's still greenlit, I would set up a landing page, uh, either using lead pages or just either creating one on your own site uh, and collecting email addresses from people who uh, want to come on to a webinar with you to learn more about a potential course and more about information about whatever it is that they're looking to get. That way you can des uh, decide really quickly, well, if you don't get any signups, well then you're not even at the point at which you would begin selling the course yet. You have to figure out, okay, well, what's the topic that I need to share or how do I share that message in a way that's compelling? Um, that's that's gonna be your initial round of validation after just the topic uh, in general. But can you get people to sign up for a webinar, for example, or to download a free giveaway related to that thing? Um, then at that point, you can run a beta program. So even before you create your online course, 
you can get people to buy into your idea and literally buy. And that's the best way to do it because sometimes you, you can ask people and they'll say, oh, yeah, i totally uh, be down to get access to your course. And then you build the course and then there's, there's no sales. Uh, and then you kind of go back and say, well, what happened? You said you would buy. Well, I, I, I was just being nice. You know, you don't want that. You want people to actually pay up front. This is what I talk about in my book, Will It Fly? People will pay up front. You can have it be a limited release. Maybe only there's only 10 spots, uh, and if you can't fill in those 10 spots, then there's definitely no way that you're going to fill in the 100 spots, uh, and especially with the compelling offers that come with launching early to a founder's group. I, I did this with my course at Smart From Scratch. I'm doing it with future courses too, and it's great because you can also get – uh, paid up front before you even build your thing. And if you don't get anybody to buy in, well, then you wouldn't uh, worry about wasting time, right? That, that's what this is about. Uh, so really, it's all about letting your audience decide for you if developing an online course is the right way to go. And if not, then you have to find other means of solving their problems. Uh, now, in terms of designing your online course, there are a lot of different things you can do. Uh, you could use uh, websites that uh, will offer WordPress plugins that give you access to the ability to create login, username, password-protected uh, related pages on your own site that you have already. So you can set certain pages of ha as having sort of uh, you know only access to people who pay. Uh, there's great ones like Zippy Courses or WP Wishlist. Um, but I am currently using a tool called Teachable which is great because it's it's almost plug and play and ready to go for you. So the technology is already set up to help you create your own course. It's uh, laid out in a way that's very easy to not only consume as a, as a student, but also produce as a course creator, where literally you just create lessons as you go and drop in videos and text modules. And if you go to uh, Will It Fly? Uh, my companion course, if you, if you have access to that or Smart From Scratch, you can see Teachable or, or just go to teachable.com. Um, there's, there's a lot of great examples of what a course might look like there, uh, whether it's a free course or a paid course. Um, so that's what I would use. Uh, it's, it's just nice because it's already set up for you. You drag and drop the videos that you create. Now, in terms of actually, even before you get to the technology piece, you want to make sure that you have the content ready for the course, obviously. And uh, the number one thing you can do is uh, brainstorm using post-it notes uh, or, or some exercise that's sort of the equivalent of that. And that allows you to explore what should the modules be, modules being the uh, sort of larger groupings of videos and lessons, uh, and then also what the lessons will be. So to walk people through from where they're at when they buy the course to where they where you want them to go at the end. Uh, what are the what are the modules? What are the lessons? How does it break down? I love using post-it notes because you can just kind of put all your ideas about a particular topic down and begin to organize them and create hierarchies and groupings that then become those lessons. And then what I love about the post-it notes idea is that with one lesson per post-it note, you can literally pull out a post-it note and just focus on that one in terms of the creation of it and uh, the videos and the worksheets and, and uh, downloads and quizzes if you want to include those things, which Teach Teachable allows you to do. Um, so that's what I would recommend. And Sarah, hopefully that gives you some good information to get started with. I want to thank you so much for your question and also send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd love potentially featured here on the show as well, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote from Gary Player. Uh, that uh, is uh, just, it's the truth, right? The harder you work, the luckier you get.
So keep working hard, guys. You will get luckier as you go. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, The Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.